Hey, this is Mateo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Welcome to another episode of Inside the Closet. It's me, Emma Wellman, you know what it is, and Mateo Lane. And then this is the first time that we've sat in the room together with each other to do this podcast in... Five years. Yeah, you know, when was the last time we did it together? We did it right before the pandemic, we were doing them together. Right, yeah, that's crazy, what a weird thing to think about. So, because we've not done any of that... I'm trying to think. We kept this little choo-choo train going. Sure for, did. How do you feel about that, that we have literally not stopped for, I don't know, four years now doing this podcast? Every single week, you and I turn it out. I have mixed feelings. I'll tell you what it is. Go ahead. So I'm so proud of us. Uh-oh. I, are you breaking up with me? No, no. This is the mixed feelings. I'm so proud of us for doing it because I feel like we were like ahead of, not me, not in no, we invented podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> it was just us we're and the internet. We're only 20 years into it. But I feel like... We were, because I remember so well us starting it, and then I felt like we were were doing our podcasting, and then we got snagged on the technology because we didn't, neither of us knew how to do any of that stuff. So I was like, but I'm so proud of us. I'm so proud of us for doing it. I love meeting you guys at the shows. Like, that's the, that's the best. Because so, I really have no plan on ever stopping this. No, like, I love, I, I love, it's so, it's just fun as what we're doing and I love me. And it's a special little niche. because like, is. We never tried to be like, we're just this or just that. We're like, we're just, it is what it is. Sorry. Well, we knew that we had, we enjoyed each other. This is also like a great way to keep our relationship it going. It is, absolutely. Like to be in each other's lives. We met each other and knew that it was like, okay, this is, I think, I think you're someone I want in my life. And, I met you before the muscles. You did. I met you at the Creek in the Cave. We were doing a gay show. There was four people in the audience, and there was a guy hosting. I forget his name, but he remember he would always like kind of like corner me and be like, well, how'd you get this? And I was like, leave me alone. I have a story about that guy. Okay. So this is, I remember him, and I rem, I remember him really, I can picture him really vividly because I made a mistake once. If it's, if it's who I'm thinking of, really tall guy? Yeah, he almost looked like Jerry from Subway. Yeah. Exactly. So he, his last name, let's... This, Don't it, even say it. I'm not going to say it, but okay. say his last... I have to say a version of it to make this story make sense. Say his last name, which it was not, was Katzenberg. Sure. It was not. So his last name, say his name is Isaac Katzenberg. It wasn't. So I was doing another show where I introduced him, and I said, I was like, um, I was like, I'm trying to think of another super... What's a, what's a super Jewish last name? Okay, got one. Okay. So I go, give it up for, uh, for um, like, Sam Steinberg. Mm-hmm. And he got on stage and he was like, my name's actually Isaac Kastenberg. And afterwards I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm dyslexic. And he was like, dyslexia makes you conf-. He's like, that didn't even sound like my name. He's like, you just inserted another Jewish name. And I was like, you're right. It was very problematic. I'm so sorry. I don't know why I did that. He was like... It wasn't, it didn't even sound, it wasn't even like Steinberg and Katzenberg. It was too, like, just, there's no, bur- it was two totally different names. The only crossover was very Jewish names. And he just kind of looked at me and he didn't get any humor from it, which is fair. I. It's fair. I it's love fair. how you're so open and honest about the problematic things you've said. Oops. But I swear to God, I swear to you, it had to have been a dyslexic thing because I swap out I have a hard time with that type of thing. Well, I think I'm not even dyslexic, and I and hosting is one of the hardest jobs to do in stand-up comedy. It is so difficult to remember people's <laughs> names, I, even like friends of mine that I've been friends with for a long time. Like, even You'll if forget I, their names? Yes, if really? I brought you up, it'd be like, ladies and gentlemen. No, that's not Susan true. Boyle. No. I mean, I would not. Re- I'm so bad. I, I hate hosting. I'm a terrible 
awful host. I don't believe that. I think you'd be a good host. No, I, I, I promise you, I'm not. I'm an energy that needs to be third or last. That is not true. I think Emma, you would, if I you wanted you. to, you would be a good host because what what makes a good host is good energy, people skills. It would be if you wanted to. If you didn't want to, I could see you kind of driving it into the yeah, ground. Yeah. Oh, absolutely don't want to. I would I would take that plane and just drive it right into the ground. I would fly it in <laughs> as high as I could and then nose dive into the ground. That's yeah, about as that. much as I can handle. I can see that because also hosting is very, it's you're it's, hard. It's hard. It's also thankless. You're not like really developing your act. Some people say they can though. Some people are like, you know, I do because when I interact with people, then I get new jokes from it. Sure, I suppose. No, we're not talking down on hosting. We're saying like, look, there's just certain things I'm not good at. That's, that is one of them. And I think hosting. you could be good at it if you wanted to. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. It's, I mean, I think you could. I think, I think you got it in you, baby. But we've been doing this podcast for so long. And this past year, I mean, I think I think you and I, the one thing that we have is we're great um, conversationalists. Sure. In the sense that we're good. We just put a mic in front of us and we can talk. Yeah. The downside is we're so bad with technology and our schedules are so insane. Right. That that is like the thing that works against us. Is, yes. Is trying to how do we? How make did everyone this... get so goddamn good at technology? I don't know. I'm so everyone who follows me on Twitch knows how bad I am with technology. I mean, at least I'm you're so on Twitch. Horrible. Yeah, but to get on Twitch was – and then once I finally figured out Twitch, everyone's like, well, now you need to get Discord. And I was like, well, fuck what the is fuck that? is Discord? Well, Discord is where you go and you can talk about – I'm like, but we're we're talking right now. Well, I know, but it's for a separate thing. So I'm like, I'm not adding another thing to my life. I'm old. I'm not adding another Discord. Also, I can't. I hope that this makes anyone who has a hard time with technology feel comfortable and not be like, yeah, guys, we get it. You're bad at technology. And people that – you know, it's like we saw the importance of it and we tried and would get confused. But – if you, why Discord is that part of Twitch? I don't know. No, it's not, or it is, or it's something else, or I just and I'm like, look, I barely figure. I have barely figured out Instagram, right? And how to edit my own videos. So we're I'm just struggling with that. my fucking printer. I mean, no, I'm by trying the way, to print things. No one has ever owned a printer that works. Let me tell you, I finally found one, and it was the second one I got. I bought this printer, didn't work, and I was like, this motherfucker, you skeevy fuckbag. Because I would just like look, I bought all these different cords. I guess I guess it is a common thing because I posted about it, and I got messages like, yeah, printers don't work. And then I found one that did work. Every 200 pages or so runs that ink. Totally fair. Every 200 pages? About. Maybe First less. of all, the ink is more expensive than the printer, I feel. Yeah. The ink is so expensive. For like yeah. six – I mean, I'm, people have talked about this before, but printers are really just a waste of everyone's time. No, but you. But I'm printing so much shit now because of my printing auditions and then the taxes. So what I'm going to do – even your, Put your auditions on your iPad. I'll do that. That is true. So I don't necessarily – You do can the, highlight with your finger. That's true. So I don't necessarily do it for auditions now, but I, with taxes, yeah. I'm about to print. So what I what I bought this printer for taxes. So what I actually am going to do – and I like holding something and reading it. But what I'm going to do, my little plan now is – because I was like, all right, it's, I'm getting to the end of the 2018 for the tax mm-hmm. audit. So what I'm going to do – and I even read the IRS handbook for entertainers, which was about 110 pages. I oh, my it. God, Emma. Well, but see, you, this is why I feel like you need to I read to two get... pages. A, um, <clears throat> you I didn't need, read all of it. No, but you need to get like another person to like read those things for you. Well, that's the thing, for sure. And they do have something in there for comedians, which is about um, it's like five sentences, and they're like, just don't do it, just stop. What are you doing? Not that's not the official IRS speak, but there's this guy Chuck, who I pray to God is a lawyer because I'm reading all of his blogs, and he breaks down what the IRS says, and then it, it, it actor speak. That's been very helpful. But I was like, I gotta print all this shit, so you know what I'm gonna do. Hmm. 
There's this app called Day Use where you can rent a hotel for the day. It's definitely for people so they can meet up and have sex or people who want access to a pool. Are they nice hotels? They have some really nice hotels. Oh, okay. So I used it once before because I had heard of it where people were like, get a load of this. Like, obviously, it's for like people to have affairs. But I used it a couple times when I would land in a city and the hotel couldn't do an early check-in. And I'd be like, I just need to go somewhere and be. So for sometimes you can get a deal for like $30. You can stay at like a really nice hotel. Mm -hmm. So I would do that and like freshen up and sleep or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I went, I found a hotel with a great business center. And I'm going to go fuck that fucking business center up. I would needed to find a hotel where it was like not one where like, oh, email the front desk and we'll print it. No, 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 no. It's not like that. I need a business center where I'm going to set this place on fire. It's fucking going down. Employees are going to be walking by after the third hour. Like, what is happening? Because it's just going to be like, me, me, print, print, print. It's going down at the James Hotel Why sometime this weekend. Why can't you just go to Staples? And because it'll be hundreds of dollars. It's going to be less expensive for me to get the hotel. It would be less expensive for you to go to Staples. You're printing them on an 8 by 11 and a half sheets of paper, right? With black ink. I'm going to print so much shit material. You go on a USB and say everything on this USB needs to be printed. 10 grand. No, it would not I be. I swear to you, though, because I printed a bunch of stuff at Staples. So I printed like 60 pages at Staples. Say that was like 20 bucks, something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. So I'm about to print maybe 500 pages. But what are you going to do with 500 pages? Why is it any of this digital? Why can't you send the 500 pages to the person? It can't be that... digital. They ha you have to have a hard copy. So I am going to send a digital just as backup, and then I'm going to send a hard copy. Why isn't too. your tax guy doing this for you? I'm sending it to him. So I'm sending it to him June 16th. He's preparing it all. He goes in for the audit meeting in the end of June. Got so it. that's what it is. But you're supposed. some of the stuff is they but need— But you're coming to an end. It's coming to an end, but I'm not— I'm not done even with 2018, but that's I'm going to go to the hotel and print out. I'm going to just print out so many things that maybe I'll be in jail for that. No, you're not going to jail. Let's stop it. You'll but, be absolutely <laughs> fine. You paid your taxes. You're fine. Yeah. yeah you're fine. Yeah. You're completely fine. Yeah. The tax guy's hope is he was like, well, I just hope if you send them stuff and it's don't take tax advice from this, but he was like, if you send them stuff and they they randomly pick a month, and then if everything in that month is accurate and checks out, then they use that month to this a sample. And he was like, what we're going for is they're not going to then like move forward with it. Like they're going to look at it and be like, this looks like a jet. We're just going to keep it as is. Also, you're not the enemy. There's bigger fish to fry. Right. There is bigger fish. They just did a whole thing on like it's just not illegal, but they did a whole thing. The, the biggest CEOs in the country who make the most money. Yeah. What are they? They didn't pay any tax. Why not? Because they're rich and the laws don't apply to them. So they I, paid no federal taxes. How? How much because money do you have to make? Billions. Damn it. <laughs> We're not even near a, a half a million. We're not even near a tenth of a million. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. But like, so if you make billions of dollars and you don't have to pay taxes? Uh, there's some kind of law that I don't know. I mean. It makes no sense. I mean, it's like, okay. All right. I mean, of course the people are going to be outraged when it's like single moms can barely keep sure. it together and they have to pay taxes. Meanwhile, the head of Amazon's like, Ugh. the thought. But they're not doing anything illegal. That's right. the problem. They're not doing anything illegal. And then the thought process is, hey, if you if you do start doing this, they will just go elsewhere and then they'll take those jobs and other like. If you were given that's the thought process. one billion the dollars today. Remember when we were kids, it was always a million. The, the conversation right. was always like, if you have a million now, millions like, well. We would still be in shit. So if I you mean, have, don't get it twisted. I'd do anything for five hundred. Oh, bucks. are you? Are you uh, like I'd kidding? Fucking, I'd wear a diaper. Yeah, I'd, so. I'd, I'd wear a diaper. I, I've got this meeting coming up, and I was like, I want the thing so bad. I was like, I'll, I'll give the guy a hand job. I don't even. I mean, I'm sure. I, you know what I mean? And they were like, 
just do the fucking yeah, yeah. finish no, the audition. I but I was it. like, I'll fucking. I was like, what do I need to do? I'll when they the say toilet. don't look thirsty, I look parched. I said I mean, I'll do anything. I, anything. Let me be explicitly clear. I'm operating from a place of desperation. <laughs> you are not. I am telling By you. By the way, I when am. I sit with my reps and I'm like, oh no, I'm desperate. They're like, no, you're not. I'm yes, like, no, I, I don't am. think we get it. Like, yeah. I'm desperate. Yeah. What do we need to do? Mm-hmm. I, was, I was talking to doing condom ads on my Instagram. Well, that's awesome. It is awesome, but it's like, was that the plan? No. But that's but, pretty fucking cool. I mean, the plan was to work in entertainment. That's certainly working in entertainment. Of course. And I promote wearing co- condoms and having safe sex. That's not the issue. <laughs> the issue is. Uh, you know, I thought I'd be acting in a sitcom by now. Really? I don't know what I thought. I thought by 34, I'm going to be 35 in three weeks. I'm going to be... Two weeks! Oh my God, wait, what is 36 it? 36 December 10th. 20th. Wow. June 28th. Wow. I'm going to be 30 fucking five. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. You know? And no, it, it's fine. It's, is, is it a midlife I thought you were going to say, no, it's not. I was like, uh-oh. No, I mean, I, I'm not... I'm quite happy with my life. It's right. It's just... Um, it's a constant balance of ego. Yeah. You mean like balancing out like where you thought you'd be versus where you are? What you want versus reality versus what we should be happy with. Absolutely. I wonder if people struggled with this with so like as much before social media. Oh, I think it was harder. Before social media? Well, think about how would you and I exist without social media in the sense that's like... I think actually a little easier because... No, everyone was... Okay, let's take the 80s, for example, as a comic, right? One, we'd have to be closeted. That's number one. Sure. Number two, your shots were determined, like, there wasn't the internet, there wasn't anything, there wasn't pockets. So if you want, as a comic, you but had to get on say you The Tonight Show. Say we weren't closeted, then it's like when you are in the, t- and we got to just be ourselves, then when you are in The Tonight Show, it's a bigger bang. But you have to get there. But we've, already, we've both done it multiple times. And, so it's, and But I think that the reason it's so diluted is because there's, like, so many other no, that, forms that's of That's what I'm saying, is that the, the reason why we're able to have more, like, Voices on the fringe, so to speak, right? It's I think if there was of, no social media, it would have helped because it would have been like, oh, you did. It'd be like you did this, and then there's like, and then you get that, and then it, then you get to like tour longer without having to put out less material. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't used to have to crank out material in the same okay, way. Okay, I Praise think if God, you made it in the 80s or yeah. or 90s, okay, sure, the benefits are it's a bigger paycheck, so to speak, right? right? But now at least we're able to collect and and be around people that are like-minded you know we're not listening like we can say all these things without anyone telling us what to say right i mean people have certainly said things and not liked what we said but it doesn't mean that we can't say them i would love to hear about the condom ad because i don't think we've gotten to talk about it i don't think i we've talked about it and i don't think we've talked about in the show about um did we talk about it did you read the message you got you might have why that's a bit i can't you did okay so you talked but so how did the condom like when they first called you they were like would you actually my agent she was like there's an ad i don't know if you want to do it but it's for trojan condoms and i was like yeah and did you what's wrong with saying we use condoms and did you have to audition for it no, they just sent it to me. Fantastic. So I took a couple pictures of my friend Daniel Sung Lee, who's an incredible photographer. And we ha- we wanted to originally do this kind of like Britney Spears via Rolling Stones um, magazine cover where she's sort of like laying like this and da-da-da. But it didn't work out. So we, en- we ended up using a really pretty simple picture, but it was effective of just me like holding a condom over my face. The comments were hysterical. Everyone mm. in my comments was like, condoms? Like all these gays like making jokes about who used condoms. But that was, you know, it's pretty much it. It was the same way we did Audible, where they right. just were like, do you two want to do it? Yes. Yes, we do. Oh, okay. yeah. Absolutely. We Absolutely. said yes. Did we know what we were doing that day? No. no. Not per se, no. I flew in. I took a red eye from Vegas and then took a red eye back. Yeah. I said, I'll be right there. Not a problem. 
I'm happy to do it. I remember the makeup artist yelling, or not, she was mad at everyone. I remember the makeup artist um, did, was trying to talk shit about the production company who was like lovely and also yeah, it's like, nicer. that's just like not something you do. Yeah. Like, it's like, fun to gab and gossip with makeup artists but to like to, we not in an open room. Shit, no. I was like they can hear you part talking shit is their head supposed to be turned. Also, I didn't know why she, she I mean she she came in hot because I remember coming in and I was like <laughs> I just have oil on my face I didn't, you know, I have no moisturizer just or makeup, just some like light oil and she was like well it better not have chamomile in it and I was like oh I don't know what it has in it and she was like I'm allergic to that so then you'd have to leave and I remember being like I actually don't think I would have to leave because I, since I think that, that probably you would have to leave also right. maybe send some <laughs> right. kind of memo right. if, you, if there's something that's gonna like make your face explode that would just be some common ingredient and stuff but um, I'm surprised that so many people were saying that that like I, I thought everyone was wearing condoms Um, yeah, you know yeah I guess it's to each their own. Do bottoms wear condoms when they're getting fucked? No, no, you don't. You, um, no. Because I would think then it's like if they come, then it would like that would like say like if people are worried about touching the cum, then that would protect the cum. No, you get you, someone who's getting fucked. The person who's fucking is yeah, wearing a condom. Yeah, right. That I that unless I, you just wanted to be extra safe and you're like, right. I'll just wear this for fashion. Right, right. <laughs> I watched a gay guy porn the other day that was so hot. It was. What was to explain the scenario to me? It was this Mormon. I wonder if I still have it in my search history. It was this Mormon. It was like Mormon cult leader. Excuse um, me. It, this. I mean, that was the scenario. It was like more. It was a Mormon cult leader. Uh, let's see if we can still pull it up. Um, so what I would have what I would have searched in my porn. Let me know what you guys search in your porn. Would have been like <laughs> verbal, um, verbal daddy gay. Because I like to self actualize as the daddy in these things. So let's see. Uncle Drew seen that one. It's all right. Uncle Drew. Can you yeah. play a little bit of Uncle Drew? It's really not that great. It's just like it's really not that great. It's, it's what is it fake. like? Hello, nephew. I would have liked that better. It's more like. This guy out in a farm, like farm. Yeah, but they don't talk enough. It's not verbal enough. And then the verbal daddy gapes stepson's hole with giant toys. That one is okay. Also, would have liked them to be what more verbal. What are you on right now? Pornhub, big dick verbal daddy guided masturbation. I've watched a lot where they. Here's the thing, people. A lot of the solo masturbation ones, those are more verbal. And I'm like, all right. So can you not do this? Like, if you're such a verbal daddy, you can't be that fucking verbal when the the holes around with the thing you're pounding around the person not the thing when the person you're pounding around you can't talk this way in front of them that's making me question your daddy abilities maybe put slap stepdad in front of that fucking shit if you can't um dirt dirt verbal daddy breeds tiny boy hard and different sexy underwear haven't seen that i will and later <laughs> um where is the one i watched though it was like Verbal Daddy Throat Fucks Me. That's a good title. I haven't My seen that God, one. Emma, you're going through this like you're oh. in a letterbox or like where you're like, what movie should we watch tonight? Titanic or Twister? This one I was not impressed by. Verbal Rough Top Fucks Bareback Bottom Slut Raw. Do you good search name. verbal? Yes, I do. I do. Okay. Um, but this one, it has 1.2 million views. I was pretty unimpressed. The bottom does have a really nice like bubble butt. I don't really care what the people look like, but it just... It was just kind of pretty, just like straight fucking. Um, Harry Verbal Share, that one's pretty good. Share? Yeah, yeah. Two, two daddies sharing the little one. Sounds like a threesome? 
Chubby bear breeds eighteen year old twink. That one was fine. I like the I like but the bear, so but fa- not verbal is enough. It, is, is the fascination in gay porn is because it's so male? It's more verbal because it's harder to. I feel like straight porn is verbal. I mean, I actually don't know anything about hard, straight it's porn. harder. I watch a lot of like amateur one. Like I'll Google a lot of like verbal slut wife, slut wife. But it's like I like cuck verbal cuckold. Um, but the where was it? I forget. Step uncle, yeah, I don't know. The one that I found that was so good was this. It was like some kind of like Mormon cult, and then the Mormon cult leader was like talking to the guy like about like, do you ever have these impulses? And the guy was like, the much the daddy was saying it to the little one was like, <laughs> the littler one. And also, you size your it could be any energy, like the quote unquote little the one the one getting fucked could be any size. It's all in the energy, so it's it's all in energy. But in this case, it was like this, like real twinky-looking guy, much older, very dashing daddy. He's like. So does the physical body matter to you, or is it all about energy? It's and all about energy and desire, and someone wanting to get fucked, and someone wanting to fuck someone. Right. That's what I want. Right. Because sometimes you do watch porn, and you're like, neither one of them wants to be there. And I don't like that. Yeah, they I don't all. Like that. Both of them wanted to just get an acai and call it a day. Yeah, and I don't instead like that. they're there just. Yeah, going to town. There's no amount of looks that would subsidize a lack of desire for me. I just don't. It just would not be. I just wouldn't. There's this gr- woman I've been watching that I really like named Crystal Lust. I find her quite. <laughs> I'm sure attractive. that's her birth name. I'm sure it is. I find her quite attractive. Wish it was more verbal too. The my sex now is so good and ver and the person is so she's so verbal. My girlfriend, I guess I can say that. Um, that it actually has made it harder for me to find porns I like because she's so verbal that it makes me be like when I'm clicking around in porn, it's not as verbal as well. The she's doing I'm a good with. thing. She's locking you in because she knows what you like, and so it's what she gonna, likes too. Isn't yeah, that yeah. fun? Yeah, of course. It's Anytime so you find fun. someone who likes the same thing you like in sex, and it we makes send each other so and we send each other porn back and forth, and we're gonna do this thing where once a month we rent a hotel room and like have a different like theme for what we're gonna like what'll it'll give be, us like, an sexually. example of a theme. Well, this would one I was like I want to rent one where like that like do the day hotel and I just do like anal stuff to you in that hotel room, or we do one where like. You just pretend you're this for that time, or we do one where I just focus on like, like clitoral stimulation. The other one where I just fuck you inside the pussy. Or but it's not like, like thematic, you know. Like I used to make a joke, like when you when I was dating Kike, it's hard to role play because oh, yeah, yeah. no matter what I wanted him to be, he has to be the Spanish version of that thing. Right. I was like, you can be a cop, and then midnight rolls around. He's like, you're under arrest. <laughs> I mean, I liked. I think that it's actually acting this stuff out I think is tougher than if you just like talk about the idea and then kind of like start talking from that scenario I find right, that rather easier. than walking in like a full costume like and action that makes me feel like an idiot well I think it makes a lot of people well I don't know I mean maybe it makes some people feel pretty good but makes me feel self because I'm like how far back do we st-? like it's like I like it more where it's kind of like okay we're what's gonna... the backstory what is this character yeah. who are they what are they what are their needs what are their wants who what yeah I'm like I'm I I'm auditioning enough that I don't need to actually bring this into my I was life. gonna say you're auditioning enough you don't have to do it in the bedroom yeah exactly nope. I mean you know it, it feels like but it would be interesting yeah. if you held auditions for sexual partners sure how yeah. verbal can you get I'll tell you that my I that my girlfriend now is the most verbal sexual partner I've ever had I, I'd say a couple years ago I was with someone that was verbal this she's she is even more verbal wow I know almost to the point where you don't even need her to do anything but talk I mean 
Yeah, like I mean, I, I mean everything else. Pretty soon you'll be dating a parrot. She. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a good joke. <laughs> it's really, yeah, it's really, it's nice because I've said for a long time, like, like, look, like, sex is one of the few things that people can do that's just like pure healthy fun when it's done between consenting adults who respect each other and it's a healthy re- relationship. Like, that's one of the, it's what sets the romantic relationship apart from. A friendship and other things. So it's like well, so important. Well, I had so many husbands. <laughs> How many so husbands ma- did she have? I had 12. Jeez, did she really have 12 husbands? I think she had... I'm, Im going to guess. No six. judgments. Let me Google no judgments. And see how many husbands Liza Minnelli's had. No judgments and good for her. How many husbands has... Oh, I'm scared. Liza Minnelli had... I've had I'm four. Scared. Oh, that's nothing. And one of them was... Uh, what is the Oscar winning songwriter Peter Allen and producer Jack Hanley Jr. and sculptor Mark Jarrow and producer David Guest not, that's not many it's not too many at all no because Elizabeth Taylor literally had like eight mm. eight or nine or something that is the biggest bottle of water I've ever seen in my entire life I haven't been drinking water I haven't been staying hydrated I got no sleep last night because I took Benadryl and that knocked me out but it didn't get me good mm. sleep and then I woke up and now I can feel I'm like like why my you, face feels tired. Why couldn't Why couldn't you sleep? You think? Just my brain wouldn't shut up. I have a few nights every once in a while where my brain just like, and I'm just like, okay. okay. Did you get home late from shows? No, I didn't even get home that late. I got home mm. at like ten twenty five or something or ten forty. Because sometimes it's like tricky to unwind after. It is. I remember Aretha Franklin saying, she was talking about her diet, and she was like, you know, after you do these shows and you have all this adrenaline, a piece of celery is not going to cut it. (laughs) And I was like, if anything has ever been more true in life, it's that. It's like, yeah, you do sort of have your mind as wandering. Also, I was sitting with like Jackie Fabulous, Yamanika Saunders, John Laster, Keith Robinson, Val. Like we were all arguing about like our favorite singers. Mm. So it's like you get stimulated when you go on stage and I had a very good set. And then you go back upstairs and then you continue that stimulation. Sure, sure, because sure. It's a lot. It's a lot. Comics are, we're all yelling at each other. Right, it's we, a lot. We were arguing over our favorite male singers of all time. Who picked who? I defended Stevie Wonder to, to, to death. Um, Keith believes that Luther Vandross has a better voice than Stevie Wonder, and so does Aaron Jackson, and so does Jackie Fabulous. But I think hmm. that Stevie Wonder, in my opinion, as a trained professional singer, Stevie Wonder has... Um, a better voice. Nick Carter, hands down every time. Just kidding. Nick Carter is I'm kind joking. of like your your. Um, That's a total joke. No, I don't even know what he can sing. Like I have absolutely. But I like. He tried Nick- for a second to have like a solo career. I mean, they all did after yeah. after um, In Sync and Backstreet Boys right. broke up. They all try to have their. Does like, Ricky moment. Martin is he considered having a good voice? Because I love watching him. His voice is fine. Okay. I mean, a good voice would be like Luther Vandross. Would be Stevie Wonder. Would be um, like a young Frank Sinatra, mm. Pavarotti, like. Um, these are like these are like incredible voices. Although I find male singers' voices aren't as um, interesting to me as female voices. Female voices seem to be more almost like superhuman mm. to me. More emotion, more range, more power, more dynamic. More there's something about the uh, female voice I like better. I just uh, I don't even uh, there's certain voices I appreciate, and I have absolutely no idea if they are in any way like considered quote unquote like. Good. But you can hear a voice and like, let me play. I love Tony Braxton. (laughs) Tony Braxton has a very good voice. Tony Braxton has a very, um, 
She's a very low singer, so she's... Okay, so her voice is... Uh, yeah, like that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. These... Okay, I'm going to play you 30-second clips of my favorite singers, right. and then we'll just see, like, how you respond okay. to these singers. Okay. Hold on a second. Where... Okay, ready? Let's hear it. Fantastic. Hold on, you got to hear... All right, that's Mariah okay. Carey in her prime. All okay, right. then this is my favorite, Cleo Lane, who's a jazz singer. Wow, that's amazing. I love that. Woo! That's incredible. I like that one. I mean, I feel bad saying that. Here's but... Maria Callas. Awesome. Listen? Wouldn't listen walking around, though. Hmm. Okay, and then finally, Whitney Houston. Wow. Incredible. Whitney I mean, she's amazing. Yeah. I mean, when she sang the Star Spangled Banner, it made everyone be like, right. Oh, I forgot. My Finally. Barbara. I just think about how she clones her dogs. That's her yelling at her dogs to not die. <laughs> Those are my favorite. I said I picked Barbara and Whitney as the best female singers. And then Keith's like, ah, Barbara stinks. Really? Yeah, I saw her live. She stinks. And I said, I saw her live too. Celine's better. You ever seen Celine? I said, do you think I turned gay yesterday, Keith? I've never of seen that. Of course I've seen Celine down live. And I've seen Barbara live. And I think Barbara's a better singer. There was a, uh, I mean, I've truly been to, I think literally the only concert, I've maybe been to two concerts. But, uh, You've only been to two concerts? I think so. I mean, both times it was like, because a friend wanted to go. It's just not something I would like seek out. One time was a friend and one time was a girlfriend. It's not something I would like seek out doing for fun. I mean, I think it would be, if someone else wanted to go, I would be like, yeah, that sounds really fun, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't like come up with it myself. All right. So before you know I mean? we end this podcast, yeah. you have to pick your favorite female and your favorite male voice. God. I mean, I, the favorite, the female singer I listen to the most actually is Mariah Carey because I listen to Fantasy, Heartbreaker, and Honey. I love really? those songs. Uh, now, can I say something? What? Those would be three of my least, least favorite, favorite songs? songs. I like them. Yeah. But in Mariah's catalog, I, there's something about, those three songs where I never, I don't go back to them. Those are the ones that I would listen to the most from her. And then I also listen to from, from uh, I mean, Britney Spears I'll listen to. But I'd say, wait, who's the other? There's another woman that I'll put on. So I was listening. I'll usually just have like one song of someone that I'll listen to. Like Tierra Marie, No Daddy. I was listening to that recently. Um, who the fuck? Ugh, jock jams. I mean, I like songs <laughs> that like get you like, like pumped up. Um and then for male, who do I listen? Oh, I, I listen to this is not male, but uh, I listen to J Lo songs too because she makes just like fun, feel good like two she also, songs. Someone just posted this thing that me and Nicole Byer watched where it was like J Lo basically stole a lot of her music. Really? Yeah, and like sang over other singers, so like she sounds different each song because they're sampling other singers when she's singing. Really? 
That's what this that allegedly. I think that's that J Lo would have the insight to pay whoever she's stealing from or buy the music outright or something. Well, then Tommy Mottola, who owns um, who was, was in charge of Columbia Sony Records, and then they took a song from Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey was sampling a song for Glitter, and he took it and gave it to J Lo. Oh shit! So then Mariah had to change her whole song. So then that you know, so Mariah wasn't. We all thought Mariah was just like for some reason didn't like J Lo, but it was for. Pretty good mm. reason. I mean, she was taking music, ooh, music and samples from behind her. I mean, I guess it was more Tommy Mottola. Yeah, because when you're at that level, I mean, even in the IRS handbook about entertainers and taxes, they talk about, they use the phrasing of if the performer is a star and you they come in for an audit. They literally use the word star. They go, stars at a certain level that are of a certain like economic threshold, when they come in and you ask them about the back end of their business, they're not going to know because they have business managers and they're like, so their money will usually be very organized. And then it says performers who do not make that much money, their uh, finances are usually very disorganized. But that's all to say that it's like, so they, so I'm sure that that all that back end stuff, they weren't at that point in their careers, like paying attention to the nuances of where's this from. Sure. You know well, saying? this has been a fun episode. Yes, let's promote some shows real quick. Oh, perfect. All right. I'd love to promote some shows. I will be, let's see, where will I be in August? August, I will be August 7th and 9th. I'll be at the Pilgrim House in Provincetown, Massachusetts. And then August 19th to the 22nd, I'll be at the Houston Improv in Houston, Texas. And September 10th to the 11th, I'll be at the Vulcan Gas Company in Austin, Texas. I will be at the DC Comedy Loft July 8th, Friday, July 9th, and Saturday, July 10th. That's the DC Comedy Loft. And then I am going to be in Boston on the whatever the weekend of August 20th is, August 19th, 20th, and 21st. So that's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And that is at the Hideout in Boston. That's like a really fun. It's like a fun, very fun room. And then I'm gonna be at Good Nights Comedy Club. Oh, it's somewhere in fucking. I'll pull it up. I know it's a place I'm excited to go. I think it's in North Carolina, which I um, really uh, enjoy being at. Let's say Good Nights Comedy Club. Sorry about this, guys. I appreciate it. It's. I believe I'll get you the exact weekend since that's kind of important. Twenty seventh, twenty eighth, Good Nights Comedy Club, and then I will be in Bristol, Tennessee, September third and fourth, and I will get the exact location of that. It's a new comedy club that a comedian, um, Sean Carter, is opening up. So yeah, September third and fourth, and he, I'm opening a small comedy club in Bristol, Tennessee. If you're out that way, you want to do it. I said, hell yeah. It's called Blue Ridge Comedy Club, Bristol, Tennessee, September 3rd and 4th. All right, everyone. Make sure to like and subscribe and listen. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Star Avenue, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.